Hello and welcome to the Young Trustees Movement podcast. I'm Mita and I manage the Young Trustees Movement, which aims to double the number of young trustees by 2024 and is powered by the Social Change Agency. Currently, less than 3% of charity trustees are under 30 and our movement is made up of charity leaders and young people who are mobilising to change this through doubling the number of young trustees. Welcome, Tor. Hello, thanks for having me. So good to have you. Um, so you have, can you tell us a little bit about the Roundhouse um, and why it relates to Young Trustees? Of course. Um, so many people know the Roundhouse as um, an amazing venue in Camden to see kind of your favourite artists, whether it's gigs or um, sort of the best in uh, world performance, like circus and poetry. Um, but actually what many people don't know is that we're also a charity um, and each year we support 6,000 young people um, through creative projects. So on the site of the Roundhouse, kind of within the um, the venue itself, we have a creative centre where there are 24 kind of um, state-of-the-art studios where young people can learn to produce their own album, they can uh, hone their circus skills, or they could join an art and activism project. So we run different projects throughout the year. Um, and really intrinsic to that is actually kind of the youth voice and how that is reflected throughout the whole organisation. So as part of that, we run the Roundhouse Youth Advisory Board, which is called RIAB. And then two of those uh, young people also sit on our main board of trustees to make sure that every decision that we are making as an organisation has the youth voice reflected in it. And so you therefore sit as the Roundhouse with three different hats. One is a business, one working with young people um, and the other working in the arts sector. Is there one specific hat that young people kind of contribute to or do they contribute to throughout all of it? And can you give us some examples of that? Yeah, I would say they contribute to all of it, to be honest. I think it's always been an intention of ours to never separate those three things because actually it's the collective that makes the Roundhouse what it is. Mm -hmm. And so young people, for instance would feed into sort of the the business, the commercial decisions that we're making in terms of strategy level as well. It's it's they're not just making the decisions or feeding into the narrative around the charitable work. So they kind of feed into those decisions. I think also because we're so connected to the young people that work here, the commercial side of what we do has a really entrepreneurial spirit. So um, in terms of our own income, we have such a mixed economy mo- model so we bring in money from various different sources and actually I think we're constantly learning from the young people that we work with you know we've got our own co-working um pilot hub happening at the moment so there's young people starting out in their own businesses and actually it's about kind of what we can teach them and what we learn from them and that like I say that kind of youthful entrepreneurial spirit and then in terms of our artistic work as well the youth voice and young people involved in all elements of that. So they help us um, co-produce that work. They perform in the shows that we have on. Um, It's a whole sort of array. So yeah, it's all very much one under one roof rather than three separate things. And so the Roundhouse have had young trustees for over 10 years. Um, So it's not a new thing at all. And I remember when we've spoken in previous discussions, you've said, you know, young people aren't just there for the social media or talking about young people and uh, how they can influence that kind of strategic thinking and strategy. They've actually brought up new ideas to the table. Um, Can you tell us one of those kind of new ideas that they've contributed? 
you know, I think a lot of people, when they go go to take young people on board, they think that young people are only going to be there to represent the youth voice, which isn't true at all. They come with so many skills uh, and knowledge and experiences that actually really can help you to build resilience in your business that can generate new ideas um, and just kind of give different perspectives as well on on kind of where we are, particularly in today's kind of current climate. And I feel that, you know, some of the things that we've had that have happened here, for instance, um, in the past, we've had a lot of training and this was spurred on by one of our young trustees around um, gendered intelligence training, which then led on to us ensuring we had gender neutral toilets. And we were kind of one of the first venues to do that. And so actually, that was something that came from one of the young trustees as a really important issue in their life. Um, and something that was also, you know, an important issue in lots of the kind of lives of young people around them as well. So the Roundhouse has also been kind of leading the sector. They've even created a guide in collaboration with the Arts Council um, and definitely read up on that guide. We're really excited to have Tor here today because she often gets asked um, by other people to have coffee, to talk about young trustees because the Roundhouse do it so brilliantly. Um, And I've got a bunch of questions here that you generally get asked um, and you're going to give us some answers. So the first question, how do you get the rest of your board on board? Yeah, this is a question that we get a lot of time, a lot of the time. I think that um, people, their sort of first barrier is thinking, oh, what is the opinion of the other board members going to be? And so I think the the one of the things that's worked really well for us um, in the past and something that we've supported other organisations to do is start with a board away day. So working with your current board, I think it's really useful to take them on an away day, an away afternoon, make sure you've got someone um, facilitating that that can essentially go through challenges you may face, reasonings for why you might want young people on board so that actually you can kind of air all that out in the open and make some strategic decisions about why you genuinely and how you meaningfully engage young people in your board. I think it will also more and more that we're seeing these days, it's beneficial to have that conversation not in silo of just a young person because again, young people on boards isn't just about being youth voice it should be part of a a whole narrative really around board diversity and diversity of skills as well so I think it's useful to to frame that on a board away day and make sure that it's not just one person driving it forward and actually it's a collective and so that kind of sets the tone for when any young person would would join your board. So if the board were to ask why have young trustees what would you say? I think for us, there's um, sort of a couple of arguments that we often make. We sort of personally feel it makes the board a little bit more resilient. Generally, um, you know, the questions that we get from young people, the different mindset, the different backgrounds that you often get actually really challenges some of the the thinking that you can expect sometimes around a board table. And, I, you know, here at the Roundhouse, we're really lucky. We have a very diverse board in terms of ethnicity, age, And also kind of, as I was saying before, skills as well. But I know that's not the case with lots of boards, as we kind of know from the slightly dire statistics. (laughs) It generally makes your board more resilient. But also there is an element of opportunity for young people. Being able to provide young people opportunities to lead quite early on in their careers you know, it's a it's a platform for them to network, to meet other people, to develop their own skills, as well as offering something to the board to make it more resilient. Great, thank you. Um, so the next question you get asked a lot is, how do you recruit young trustees? 
So what we've kind of suggested to lots of organisations is actually connecting to other organisations in your local area. We've particularly found with lots of regional organisations, you know, young people have to travel quite far potentially to do the um, to do meetings, etc. And so actually going out to local organisations and, and ensuring that you're sort of really doing that targeted approach to, to recruit young people is very really beneficial. And definitely when you've recruited them, you get a lot of applications. So it's really important to signpost them to other organisations who are recruiting as well. So once you've got your young trustees, you've recruited them, you're really excited. How do you make sure it's meaningful? Yeah, I think this is often a really big challenge, actually, that, again, it's it's about making sure that it's not being driven by just one person. Um, And some really sort of simple things that we do um, are making sure that we have kind of two young trustees each year so obviously that's quite nice that they're paired with somebody else it's quite a good support network to have we also ensure that they meet with a senior management team so each head of department would would update them on what what it means when we talk about marketing or development so actually sat in a meeting terminology doesn't sort of go straight over someone's head I think that's quite important Um, They also have uh, meetings with our chief executive and our chair of our board ahead of time, just again, make sure that they've got familiar faces in the room. The way we do it is the last meeting of the outgoing young trustees is the first of the new trustees again, and they kind of have an informal lunch before or after just to make sure they can hand things over, share learnings um, and sort of really embed them. And then really practical things like in the meeting itself, the young trustees always sit opposite the chair and the CEO just to ensure they're in people's sight line to make sure they are really included in the conversation. And um, also they don't have to use it, but they always get the first slot on the agenda. That's something that we've always done again to make sure that it's sort of upfront if they if they want to add something to the agenda. That's really powerful. Thank you, Tor. Um, And this conversation obviously does not cover the extent of the amount of benefits, um, also the amount of work that that is very beneficial as well that goes into it. Um, But we really appreciate those those kind of key insights. And I'm sure it would have inspired a lot of people to get more young trustees on their board. Tor is also part of our advisory board to the Young Trustees movement. Um, So we're really excited to have her on board to give us some ideas to make sure that we're doing this in a really meaningful way and also use best practice. You can find out more information again by checking out their guide that was sponsored by the Arts Council. Um, Thank you very much, Tor, for joining us. Um, And finally, can you just tell us a little bit about why you've joined the Young Trustees movement um, and what you want to see out of this in, say, two years' time? The Young Trustees movement is really important to us at the Roundhouse. We work with so many young people every year who have incredible skills to offer and a voice that really needs a platform in, I suppose, the decision-making arena for lots of organisations. And actually what we're finding is it's the organisations that are slower to change. So we really want to be kind of part of that drive to push organisations to change to make sure there are more opportunities for young people. Thank you so much, uh, Tor. Uh, We really appreciate your time. And whether you're a young person, a board or somebody who is interested in the Young Trustees movement, we really want you to get involved and we look forward to hearing from you.